You're listening to the PT Profit Podcast, episode number 291. In this episode, I'll break down how to make your next 10K fast. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi, I'm Beverly Simpson, former fitness manager turned online personal training business owner. And this podcast is where smart fitness professionals, including trainers and clinicians, discover how to increase client performance in movement, package and position their products and services and get out of their own way so that they can increase their revenue to live a life that they love without sleazy sales. Welcome to the PT Profit Podcast. You're listening to the PT Profit Podcast, episode number 291. In this episode, I'll break down how to make your next 10K fast. Are you ready? Let's get started. What's up, coach? Thank you so much for pushing play on another episode of the PT Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Beverly Simpson. And if this is the first time that you're hanging out with me today, welcome. I'm super pumped that you're here. In this episode, it was really a couple of things. First of all, it is very early. It is 6.20 in the morning on Sunday, and it's very exciting for me because I finally feel like, oh, I'm inspired. I've got all these ideas coming through. I was flooded with ideas, and I needed to organize and where I needed to uh, put these episodes, and it was very exciting for me because before, I was really, it was feeling really sticky, and I was feeling very challenging to push record. Usually, I press record, and I have some notes that I just walk through, and then it, ideas flow to me, and what I want to say I know needs to come out of me, but it was feeling really sticky. And I, for some reason, I just couldn't put my finger on why I was not being able to, to get out what I wanted to, what I wanted to say. And a couple of things, first of all, thank you so much to those of you who responded in my Instagram. So if you follow me over at B Simpson fitness and also inside of my free Facebook group, I had so many beautiful suggestions and things that people said, things that they loved about the show. And honestly, I really love hearing from you. And honestly, if you don't do that for people that you love and for people's and podcasts that you love and shows that you do, cause you think, Oh, they're not paying attention or that doesn't really matter. Or no one cares about my, voice that is just absolutely 1000% not true. Sometimes when you're doing this work and this has happened to me, so I don't know if this has happened to you, but sometimes when you're doing this work, it feels, oh my gosh, no one's even listening. No one's paying attention. Why am I working so hard? Let me just, just, you know, slow down, take a deep breath, you know, whatever, all the nonsense and garbage that our mind just kind of goes through as we're, when we're starting to feel bogged down or overwhelmed and all of that good stuff. And so if that's happening to you, I just want to just offer to you that you're not alone and that to remember and to remind you that if you get to change the life of one person, this is why you got into this business. Chances are you didn't get into this business so that you can just, you know, make a million dollars or, you know, do, you know, try and make money the easy way. I'm laughing because you probably know that that's not the case and that this is anything but easy. While simple, it's not necessarily easy. And sometimes showing up day after day after day can be very struggling, can be very, can be very challenging, especially when it feels like no one's listening. And so I'm, and I'm not saying that that's happening to me, but I do know that some people feel that way. And so if that is you, I just want to encourage you and remind you to show up and show up for that one person because it's so rewarding. And so I'm sharing that 
side bit of insight, mostly because when I got the feedback, which I've shared in my mini series, as I've started to open up about a little bit of some things that have been happening inside of Beesoms and Fitness, that it's very hard for me to receive good news. It's very hard for me to receive, to receive, you know, positive thinking or not, not even positive thinking, but it's hard for me to receive like job well done. I'm, I, it's very, I'm much more looking at the gap. I'm very much more critical of myself and for better, for worse. Okay. It drives me to be a high performer, but you cannot have one without the other. So when I was receiving and hearing all the things that people loved about the podcast, it really meant a lot to me because this podcast is a lot of work. And so, and I love doing it. It is probably my most, my most fun. I I learn the most. I have the best time. Like I love doing the podcast. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it is a chore. It's just, I think people underestimate the amount of work and, and resources, time, energy, efforts, and, and money that it takes to put on a show. And so anyway, Side, I just wanted to say that thank you. So bef- thank you so much for those ideas. And then also, and, and to remind you that, you know, keep going if you're struggling. And then the other thing that I also wanted to offer and encourage you that if there is a show that you love, go and whether it's mine or someone else's, go just share some love on them. Go give them a five star, give us a five star. It helps them help more people. It helps them keep going. And if you think that they're not paying attention, I can assure you they're paying attention. So I definitely, if you haven't yet done that, and if you haven't done that for our show, it'd be a huge favor to us. It helps us help more people. So uh, we would, we love that. And we love hearing from you. And honestly, we take your ideas and we create things from your ideas. So if there's something that you want to hear on the show that we are definitely, we are definitely open to that. So coming from that place versus, you know, getting back from Sedona, which I got back last, last night, I took the red eye. I just am flooded with ideas. I, I heard from you. I got incredible ideas from you and I got flooded with ideas from being in person with Brandon Lucero and at that mastermind, it was just a really uh, incredible experience. And I am so filled with ideas and inspiration. And if you're anything like me, like we just need to be in the room with some really incredible people. And so I know that that's going to be on the horizon for us in 2024. So keep your eyes and ears peeled because I did one in 2023 for the accelerators and, and I probably will do one again. It's just, it takes a lot of coordinating. So if this is something that you'd be interested in, I'd love to hear from you because honestly it is just one of the most one of the most incredible experiences that um, that if you haven't done it, it's it's worth it. And if you think to yourself, oh, but we do the same thing in the Zoom, like when we go into Zoom calls, it's really there's nothing else out there like being in the room with really incredible, smart people who are just we're just constantly. You know, I know that this doesn't work for some people, but it works for a lot for me. And I still think that even if you are like, ah, but I'm an introvert, but I'm a projector, you feel like I don't, I'm not extroverted, so I don't get nourished in that way. You will find your people who will also nourish you and will also inspire you. I just happen to be very external. I process on the outside of me and that's just who I am. So I get very, very inspired when I go to events like I just went to. And so now I've got a flood of ideas. And so today's episode all about how to make 
the next 10 K. So I just, and to make it fast. So what I mean by that is that this strategy is something that I actually used last month. We generated 30 grand liquid on that. So if you want to look at our deferred contracts on that, we ended up making definitely brought us 30 to 40 K. And I've heard people who've used this strategy and they've come up with a hundred, you know, a hundred grand, but it's also going to depend on where you are. So listen, you're always going to get some, some, you're always going to get transparency and you, from, from me. And I'm not going to, I'm not sugarcoating the truth here on this podcast. So this strategy, you might try this and you might generate $500 or 2k, but it doesn't matter. I want you to take a pen and paper if you haven't already. And let's just start writing down the steps because I want you to start. This is exactly what I would do if I was in a cash flow jam and I needed to, and I needed to in, generate some revenue. Okay. So number one, the first thing I just want to quick caveat here, side note, is that there is this <laughs> misconception out there that if you just somehow generate all this revenue, that that's going to solve all your problems. When in fact, it really doesn't, right? So there are, t- there are going to be times in your business when you're at 80K months, 40K months, 50K months, scaling or whatever, and there's going to be a cash flow. There's going to be some cash flow resistance, and there's going to be something that there's, there's going to stuff that comes up. And if you're asking why or how that happens, lots of reasons, people default contracts, which I don't recommend. And I show you how to overcome that and because we've all experienced it, but people default contracts and not to mention if you are someone who does that, Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> it's just, that's what's going to happen to you, right? We put out what we're going to, what we're going to have come back. So defaulting contracts that will happen. And then also sometimes things will happen is that you will have, you will put, you know, in, in an effort to generate the revenue, you'll put down a payment plan that's not lucrative. And what I mean by not lucrative, meaning you'll put down a plan that's not lucrative, meaning that there's not enough upfront cash flow. So in your deferred contracts, so think like you'll put down like $2 and then the rent, you know, there's payment plans that pay off and it won't, it won't cover your expenses. So there's not going to be a positive ROAS on the front end return on ad spend. Uh, and if you're like, but I don't have, even use ads, that's cool. But time, money and effort and energy, there's also going to be, that's the, those are resources that will also have a return. And so if you're just starting out, you're brand new to business and you are launching your coaching business, this is the strategy that I would do and what I would work on. Okay. Number one, the very first step is to brainstorm all of the ways that you can help people. And this is true if you are starting out or if you're scaling. Okay. And so I just want you to think about all the ways that you can help people. So that looks like if you're scaling that you are going to, to, that looks like if you're scaling, is there, is there an upsell that you can offer from your current signature offer that is literally, you know, the net solving the next problem that you've just now solved for these for the scalers or for your people. Is there a downsell offer, meaning something that's more do-it-yourself that you can organize that's custom or semi-custom? Is there, like, I just want you to brainstorm all the ways that you can help people. Can Is there a done-for-you service that you can do? Is there a coaching component that you could add? Is there just brain dump all the, the reasons and ways that you can help people, okay? And then I want you to, so step number two, once you have that, okay, and you just kind of like put it together and you've just really thought about all the ways that you can help people. The next part and the next question to that is, is that what your people want? 
And is that what they need? Okay. So now the very first part to this question is that when I say this, is this what my people want? Okay. So once you have all of the brainstorm of all the ways that you can help people, the very next question that I'm going to ask you to consider is going to be nuanced. Okay. So the first, the question is, is this what you, your people want? Okay. So here's the nuance. Number one, when I say your people, I mean your audience of customers. Now two things might be at play here, especially if you are new. So you might go and look out into the space and you might think, oh, but these are my friends. These are my family. I don't have my audience. Or maybe you've recently done a pivot and you don't have the, you know, the, the your audience might not be the, the huge collective that is right in front of you. That happened to me. So don't, don't worry. You're not alone. That is you. Um, and then number two, what, what, it, what, what I want you to consider is I asked you, is this what they want? I didn't ask you, is this what they need? I also didn't ask you, is this what they, what you want them to want? No. Is this what you need? Is this what your audience wants? And now for the record, in case you are curious, what do I mean when I say audience? Well, audience is, uh, and we're going to, we're going to inventory this in the next, in the next question, but I want you to think you know, anyone that, that, that has, that's paying attention to your content, to your eyes. Okay. So that's, that's something to consider. So then, okay. So then step, what are we on? Step two. Okay. What are your current relationships? I want you to list out all of your audience, anyone who pays attention to you. I want you to just consider and just completely list out all of your relationships. Okay. And anyone that you think would be great for this program that you are, you're, you're running with in terms of generating revenue. Okay. And if you're curious about, well, you know, what offer am I going to put together? Well, I, I want you to think of, you know, Honestly, that's a much bigger, longer episode. And I'm, I'm sure we've talked a little bit about offers in this podcast, so I can, we can find an episode and link it here. Otherwise also formula and accelerator clients, this stuff is in your portal, making sure that we're putting together an offer that's so irresistible that people would feel silly to say no. And that people would, that no is not an option. Okay. And that what I want you to think about when you're putting that together, and if you're like, oh, but Beverly, I don't want to listen to another episode. It really, it really is simply this. What is it that your people want? Solve an urgent problem to get to the desired outcome the fastest, most efficient way possible. And price is not your differentiating factor. Sometimes being the cheapest, the, sometimes being the cheapest option is not in your favor. So you, it's, it's really communicating the speed of implementation to get to desired outcome that solves an urgent problem. Do that. Okay. And so then once you start to put that together, now we're going to look at all of your current relationships, I want you to just brain dump. Okay. Anyone and everyone, mom, dad, just write it out on a list. Now don't do, don't make the mistake I make and just put it all in your head and pretend that you've done this. No, get this out on paper so that you can actually look at it. 
And then what I want you to do is I want you to just, I want you to look at the nature of these relationships. Okay. So what do I mean by that? So I mean that, and oh, I want, I was going to tell you that this is, this is part of defining your audience. If you have 15,000 followers, 2000 followers, whatever, I'm not saying go and write down all these names, but I want you to just inventory like 2000 followers. And then this is my percentage, 130 people watch my story or whatever that number is for you. 130 people, like wherever you think you have the most leverage in relationship and leverage sounds like a bad word, but I mean like that the ones that are just closest to you. Okay. And then I want you to look at, yeah, how many people are on your email list? What's the open rates? How many podcast listeners, YouTube subscribers, anywhere people are paying attention to you that you have access to, to, to have a conversation, to connect with, to even if it's text or call or DM, whatever, just, I want you to dump out your relationships on a piece of paper. And then I want you to look at the nature of them. How, How close are these people to you? Okay. And then what, once you have those lists and you have the ideas that you have for your current offers, there's, there's two things I want you to consider. Okay. So now what we're going to do is we're going to reach out as intimately as we possibly can. And we're going to do one of three things. Okay. We are either going to, and I'm just going to break it down here simply, and then we are going to, I'll show you how this works and how we would organize it and put it into, you know, containers. Number one is we're going to do market research. Okay. Now, if you've been following me at all for a while, you know that I'm not a huge fan of surveying people. Okay. And, and so we're going to need to be discerning. And the reason I'm not a fan of surveying people is two reasons. People will say, say, they will tell you what they think they need. They will also tell you what they think they want. And when I say think they want, meaning think you want to hear. So let me give you an example. Someone will say, oh, I want more confidence. Now, and then when you create a confidence course, 1000%, I bet my life on it, they will not buy it. And here's why, okay? Is because they told you what they think they need. Oh, if I had more confidence, then I will blah, blah, blah. So they say, oh, I just want more confidence. So they told you what they think they need. Now, sometimes people will tell you, oh, I just want to increase my energy. Okay, sure. That's a secondary game that they're maybe afraid. And this happened to me a lot because I was very like lose weight by loving yourself essentially. And so people, they would want to lose weight and then they don't want to tell me because I was so like anti-weight loss. And I'm putting that in quotes. if You can't see that. So they'd be like, oh, I just want to increase my energy. I'd be like, do you though? And it was a secondary game. So I really want you to be honest with yourself. And this is going to require you to also help your client be honest with themselves because sometimes they're not, right? This is why this is a very nuanced thing when you're having these conversations around, around market research. It's not black and white. Because sometimes people don't, they're not present to the truth of what's underneath them. And this is part of the reason why they're in a problem. Because if they weren't in a problem, then they would solve it. And it wouldn't be a problem and there'd be something else that they need to solve. So if they knew how to solve the problem, they would. So this requires you to look deeper. This is not a scratch the surface type of thing. 
So you're going to do some market research. And then the second thing that you're going to do is you're also either or you're going to ask for a referral or you're going to ask to present the offer. Those are the three things that you're going to be doing. Okay. So the other caveat that I want to say about the, the market research component is that this will also help you see and hear what, what people really are present to with their problems, because sometimes we're not present to that. We could do our best guesses, but it's very valuable to connect and have conversations with our people. Because if you are creating offers that nobody wants, they're not going to land. They're not going to sell. If you want them to want it, or if it's something that they need, it's just not going to, they won't buy it. And then you want to be reaching out as intimately as you possibly can. And so what does that mean? I want you to call. I want you to text. I want you to email frequently. Do you need to do all of it at the same time? No, you can use strategy, organize on your strategy. If you look at the growth equation, there's a visibility, value, and volume. People need eight to 14 touch points before making a buying decision. They also need you to stay on top of mind because especially this time of year, we are constantly distracted. And when it comes to health and fitness, everyone is waiting to the new year. So you have to make your offer so enticing that they're going to say yes. So a lot of what my accelerators are doing right now in their offers is an opportunity for them to invest now and then get started in January and then have some treats for December lack of a better word, but have some ways to get started during the holidays, but mostly to just make sure they are ramped up and ready for the 2024 influx of New Year's resolutions. So the next thing I want you to consider is remove distract. I want you to pick figures. I want you to literally pick something, whatever. And I'm going to give you some more. Don't worry. I'm not going to wrap up this episode. I'm going to give you some actual ideas right now to like for tangible cash. But whatever you decide to pick, I want you to pick it. I want you to inventory your relationships and I want you to execute and I want you to keep doing it until it is done, until you get what you need. You are going to reach out every day, every other day. You are going to call. You are going to generate connection, conversations until it is done. And it will require you to get uncomfortable. And why do I say that? It's because if you want something different, you're going to need to do something different. And the brain will fight you on this, whether it's good for you or not. So they're going to have, there are going to be moments of uncomfortability. So if you're not well supported, get the support that you need to kind of push through that because successful people just move through that uncomfortability faster. That's how you acquire skill. Like just plain and simple. You take the action, you evaluate what the, what happens from the action and then you go from there. Okay. So, and then you just remove distractions and you just keep doing it until it is done. So what that means, okay. Is, and the reason, okay. I didn't also, I wanted to make sure I give some context on this. The reason why you want to look at your current relationships. Okay. Because what happens, especially to a lot of people who are brand new to the space is that they, they're like, I, there's a feeling of embarrassment, feeling like I don't want people to know that I'm starting this business and what people are going to judge me and all of that. Now, now while your mom or your dad might not be the best client for you, that's okay. There are going to be people in their network that are the best people for you and people who you love in that are, that support you, they want you to be successful. So they, of course, they're going to help you. 
Now there are some of you, and I don't, this was not my case. So I just want you to know that I did not go through this, but I've worked with a lot of people and, and have, that they didn't have support people that were supporting in their world. So when someone didn't feel supported, they were constantly feeling judged and, and so, and they were nasty and they would put them down. And I'm sure that some of you have had that same experience. And so if that's you, here's what I want to offer to you, two things I want to offer to you. And this is just something that, that is, it'll be easier for me to say, and I want you to spend some time sitting with this, but the truth of the matter is if you go look at if you go look at Rotten Tomatoes and you looked up your favorite movie of all time, something that you love, even The Lion King has some bad reviews. You're going to see people will have some bad reviews on, on a movie that you love. And so I prob- it's probably clear that, oh, of course we logically know that people are not, you know, we logically know that people aren't going to like us, but that is scary. And so I just want to acknowledge that and remind you that the truth of the matter is you are going to be judged a hundred percent of the time, regardless whether they are judging you that they love you or judging you that they hate you. Judgment is a hundred percent inevitable. So isn't it more important to do what you love than it is to worry about the people who are not paying your visa bills? And so with that said, I want to offer to you that if that is you and that you are finding that is to, to, I just want to acknowledge that of course that feels bad. And then to just focus, shift your attention and focus on the people who are going to support you. Because for every one person that doesn't, then there are going to be five more people that do. Okay. And so what I'll say to you too, especially if this is like a close family member or whatever, and you can't get away from them, we need to bookend them. So what do I mean by bookend them is we need to remove the limit, the amount of time that we have with them. This means that, you know, you just always have something right before them and right after them. And we need to, to limit our time with them and then, and set boundary there. And then the other thing I want to offer to you, if this is you as well, and you're feeling like, oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing. And you that, you know that. Oh, the second thing I wanted to offer to you is that you might come to the realization that my audience isn't in my, or my audience I want isn't in my world. Okay. So then we need to spend some time creating, cultivating these relationships and bringing those audiences to us. And then that means it doesn't mean that your current network network doesn't have those people. Okay. So I want to make sure that you are very clear that your business starts and ends with you. What do you want? So I don't want you to go out and make a whole bunch of, of offers that just because your audience told you to, because remember your it's a nuanced conversation. Your audience is going to tell you what that they think that they want. So just get present and honest with that. It's going to take some skill. So I'm not saying go create things because you think that's what your people want. And then that's not what you want. Your business starts with you. So if you go out and you go talk to a whole bunch of people and they're like, oh, I want weight loss. And you're really shifting away from the weight loss movement. Then, then we need to find the people that don't, that don't want that. So that might take a little bit more time. It doesn't mean that those people don't exist in your current relationships network. So don't underestimate that. Okay. Don't discredit it. 
And the other reason why I wanted to go with, and, and so this is the other reason why I want to go through current relationships is because of speed of intimacy. Everyone wants to go out and go to these cold people who've never heard of you before, but it's so much faster to reach out to the people who you already have some sort of relationship with. There's already some sort of connection, whether they're on your email or not. That's a relationship. Now, people get this twisted because they think, oh, there's, there, uh, I'm not saying build not in trust or we have to be friends and that we, they need to blah, blah. That's not what I'm saying. But there is already a sense of, of relationship in, in conjunction to your, there's already some sort of relationship in context with your authority as an expert to get to the outcome. Okay. And so we want that and we want to, and people will be more likely to talk to you. Conversions will happen from connections. And I don't, I don't mean like connections like, oh, you know, I'm connected in here and go to this networking event. No, no, no. I mean, connections to, to whether it's subconscious connection or they're talking to you in the DM. That's not, that's, it's there. Connection meaning that you, you picked up the phone at the right time and you presented the right offer at the right time. And they said, yes, it's not this arbitrary amount of time. This is why you need to build a sales system that is pressure-free and permission-based and that it takes what it takes until it takes. So what does that mean? That means that there are going to be things that you can manage and things that you can control and things that you can't. And part of that and the things that you can't control are the speed of, of urgency with a potential, with a client to themselves. So what do I mean by that? I means that you cannot force or control anyone to say yes at any time, whether you put a deadline or not. Okay. All you can do is communicate what's at stake, communicate the, the urgency, whether it is or not, but the relationship that a client has to themselves and how they make decisions and buying decisions, when they're going to take action and when they're not, that's not on you. That's, you can't control that. And so when you set up your business to have that can handle any timeline, this, this is what removes pressure. Okay. So we want to make sure there's no pressure, any pressure, then you are going to have a hint of desperation. And we don't want that. People feel that they know that. So we need to look at that because you still need to be the person that frames the timeline. Okay. So what that means is, Hey, this is what I'm doing. And this is only valid until blah, blah, blah. Or maybe it's like, I got this expiring bonus and it's only valuable. It's only valued here until then, you know? So it's just not, Hey, you decide whatever you want, at least not for this circumstance, because we're until we hit that 10 K or whatever that number is for you, whatever that emergency number is for you, then we're going to have an emergency cash. We're going to bring in a cash flow stream. Okay. So people will say, but Beverly, you run Evergreen and Evergreen is not, you know, there's no deadline. You know, there's no deadline. That's not true. Evergreen does not mean there's no deadline. So just something to think about. And you'll, and now that I've said that, I hopefully you'll notice then when you're having these conversations here, let's think of, I want us to brainstorm. Oh, and lastly, if I haven't said it already, remove distractions, stop stra jumping strategies, stop jumping ship, stop second guessing yourself, just go all in on you and then get committed. That's it.
get committed and do it. Remove all distractions because it's never the strategy. Get committed. Okay. So let's brainstorm some ideas now that you can, the tangible takeaways, the things that you could potentially do. Now, some of my clients get overwhelmed when I give you an influx of ideas, but if that's not you, then great. Then let's keep going because what I want now that when you're starting to talk to all these people, some things that you can consider is that, oh, okay, well, they might give me a referral. And then you can one, get, give a referral fee. So what does this mean? This means that you affiliate or referral fee for someone that you love, someone that they, you know, they love you and they want to help you. And so then you say, listen, I'll give you a referral bonus of 150, $50, whatever, 10%, whatever the number is that you want to give for anyone that you refer. And so then it becomes this I-N-E relationship of, oh man, this was so amazing. Thank you so much. And so now they've helped you. You are acknowledging the help and they want to help you. Okay. That's number one. Okay. Now the re- let's think about the reverse of that. So now you are asking someone to be an affiliate of your stuff. Now, what are some of the products and stuff that you're already using that you love that potentially you could be an affiliate for idea on number two, even if it's like, Hey, I love this hair product. I'm going to do it. Whatever. Right. Product number two. Okay. And then number three, I gave you some ideas in terms of upsells. So look at your current audience. What's the next problem that they need? Downsells, I gave you some ideas there. So I want you to think as an upsell, it's more done for you or done with you, depending on where you're at in your business. A downsell is do it yourself. Maybe it's the first component or a sever off of your, your offer, something that's going to get them excited and ready for taking that next step. So maybe that. Uh, some other ideas that you could do or one time, especially now for the holiday seasons, I want you to think of bundles right? I want you to think of something that maybe this is like a brand new, people will say, oh no, Thanksgiving's not the time for brand new offers, but that's not true. I launched my best things around Thanksgiving, like things that I want to test my brand new offers. Okay. So, so many different things that you could do. I would suggest that you pick one to two and then, and run with it and just go until it is done. Okay. And then, oh, but Beverly, how do I reach out? Well, you just reach out as intimately as you can. DM, text, call, email, and then keep it. When they don't respond, we'll keep reminding them. They meant to respond. One time is not enough. Volume, eight to 14 touch points. And then always staying top of mind. Okay. So something to consider. Okay. So hopefully this was helpful for you. If you need help, please reach out. Send me a DM. We'd love to hear from you on the Instagram at Via Simpson Fitness. Thank you so much. And I will. So if this episode was helpful for you, please do us. It will it does us a huge favor if you live, leave us quick five stars or leave us a quick review. It t- literally takes five seconds and it would be a huge favor to me. Help us help more people. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the PT Profit Podcast. If you like this episode, chances are your friends will too. So it would be a huge service to us if you would please leave us a review and share with your friends on your social media channels. 
When you leave us a review, be sure to take a screenshot of it and email that screenshot to my team at info at bsimpsonfitness.com. And we'll send you a very special Instagram podcast that will show you how to create compelling content so that your ideal clients come to you and you go from wanting clients to a wait list of clients ready for your services. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.